Governor Mike Dunleavy, Saturday marks the 20th anniversary or commemoration of 9-11. Everybody has their memories, what they, what they recall from that day. What are your thoughts of that day and where we are as a nation and a state today? You know, uh, it's 20 years. And obviously, if you're of a certain age, there are certain benchmarks in your life, right? You're, you're born, uh, you, you get married, you have your first kid. There's things you remember. This is this is one of those days that even for a person with me who can't remember where he puts his keys here two minutes ago, remembers just about every detail. I remember that I was in Kotzebue. Uh, I was a superintendent of schools. And uh, it was a rainy morning. And I was getting ready for work, and the phone rings. And it's my mother. And she says, have you seen the news? I said, no, I haven't seen the news. What's going on? She says, turn the TV on. So I turned the TV on, and here is a... Um, Here's an image of the World Trade Centers. And I, I grew up 80 miles from uh, New York City. I grew up in, in Pennsylvania. And I was actually um, in the World Trade Centers on more than one occasion uh, on the top floor where they had a lot, nice, a lot of nice artwork, et cetera. And I can recall on one of those trips, you know, I, I was pressing my face against the glass looking down. And I remember saying to myself, boy, those cars and trucks look really small up here. And, uh, you know, I was... Um, uh, ironically, I was uh, imagining what would happen if, God forbid, someone ever fell out. So when I got that call from my mother and I turned on the TV and I saw, uh, I saw the Trade Center smoking, I said, well, you know, what happened? And quickly realized that uh, at first they thought it was an accident, that a, a plane um, had uh, accidentally flown in the World Trade Centers. And this has happened before with some skyscrapers. It's happened with the Empire State Building and others. Uh, but then in real time, you're watching and you see another plane come in and you know at that moment that something is going on. And, of course, uh, every, every, every camera in the world is now pointed at, at New York. And you know something is up. And you're just wondering what it is. And people are speculating. And you could see the crowds below looking up. And you could see the paper fluttering out of the top floors and you're wondering what what are those what are those poor people thinking right now what are they doing right now in those buildings and i had a i have a family member that lived not very far from those world trade centers um i also had a family member that's a pilot and there was concern that this was one of his planes and i remember having a conversation with my uh with my my parents and then all of a sudden you hear that there's another plane, and it just hit the Pentagon. Um, and uh, again, the, the news shifts to the Pentagon, and it shifts, it's shifting back and forth, and you, you start to realize that um, uh, you're, you're under attack, that the country's under attack. This is not an accident. This is a coordinated effort. And at that point, at that moment, you don't know where it's going to end. And so although people all over the world probably went to work the vast majority of them, like we were, were glued to the TV. And I, I have to tell you, there was some of the most um, um, uh, awful scenes I think anyone will ever see. And I, in some respects, I'm glad that uh, some of that footage is buried where you would have uh, close-ups of individuals sitting on the ledge of maybe the 100-plus uh, 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 the, the floor. I'm, I'm not sure how many, I can't remember how many floors there were in the trade centers. You have images of people falling off or jumping off. And um, 
then you get another then you get another news up, uh, update that there is a, a plane uh, going west over Pennsylvania that uh, is not responding. And then the next thing you hear, that plane uh, ends up in a, in a farmer's field uh, by Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And again, you know, you start to think, you know, where, what point does this end? What is, what, you know, who's, who's doing this? What's going on? And, uh, of course, uh, you're wondering where, where the, the, the president is, what the military is doing. You start getting reports that here in Alaska, um, you know, the bases are put on alert. It's hunting season. Uh, people are in mid-travel. They're grounded. Uh, White Horse in the Yukon is used as a, uh, a place for the planes to land because they were all being uh, here in North America, the United States, and in Canada, they were, um, uh, they were being told to uh, land as quickly as possible because we were trying to make sense out of this thing. And then over time, you realize that this was a terrorist attack, that this was a uh, kind of a continuation of what happened when the, the trade centers were actually bombed. A lot of times, a lot of, a lot of folks, I should say, forget that uh, there was actually a, uh, a vehicle bomb in the parking lot in the trade center that uh, was detonated and caused some, uh, some severe damage to the trade centers uh, uh, before 9-11. And, of course, you had the, uh, the, um, the USS Cole was uh, attacked uh, over in the Middle East um, by a suicide bomber as well. And so, again, it, 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 the, the, this was a day, you know, they talk about Pearl Harbor. This was a day that lives in infamy. This is a day that certainly lives uh, in my mind at my age uh, uh, and, and living this real time. And so here we are 20 years later, you know, and how has how's the world changed since then? Well, as we know, um, you now have uh, TSA, uh, prior to 9/11, uh, the uh, the airlines themselves were doing these security checks. Well, now you you know what we have to go through um, to get on a plane. We know that uh, on the planes, um, you'll see the flight attendants when the pilots come out, they'll stand in front of the doors because uh, there is now a, a, a policy that there'll be no one that gets through those doors because we know how those planes were hijacked and how the pilots were um, and and some of the flight attendants were. Um, were murdered uh, for these terrorists to take over these planes and use them as flying bombs with people on boards. We remember the stories of folks um, calling their loved ones on their cell phones, texting them, as they realize that they probably won't make it back. We, we, we over the days after that, we get the stories of um, what happened at the Pentagon. We, um, we get uh, the stories about the discussions that uh, those on the uh, doomed flight uh, that crashed into the farmer's field in Shanksville were relating to their family members. I think it was approximately 200 and, uh, 2,996 Americans uh, were killed uh, as a result of these actions. And so it, it changed the world. It changed us. It changed our country. It changed the way we fly. It changed the way we, we get on planes. It, um, prior to this, um, accessing buildings and accessing, for example, the Capitol uh, in, in D.C. was a heck of a lot easier. Um, we started to, uh, you know, we started to be, uh, be on the lookout and be suspicious of folks, which, you know, for a free country, that's not necessarily a good thing either. But again, the issue of uh, safety um, and, and will there be copycats? And there were copycats. Uh, there was the guy that we called the shoe bomber who 
who also made an attempt to bring down a plane. And there were others, and some of the smaller planes as well, there were attempts. And so a whole network was set up to try and identify these folks uh, before they can continue or do more harm to uh, the United States. And then, of course, this precipitated the, um, once we figured out w where this was coming from and who was orchestrating this, the uh, Al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden out of Afghanistan, this precipitated America's longest war that um, just ended under uh, obviously questionable circumstances. Um, we'll, save, we'll save that for another time. But it changed the world. Uh, a lot of folks knew people that perished in those, in those various spots. It changed the way we fly. It changed the way we uh, look at security. Uh, it changed the way and how we, we, we dealt with a lot of our uh, 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 countries around the world. Um, there was an outpouring of sympathy for the United States because even though there's people that live um, all across the world, they do look to, the, to our great country as a, as a beacon of hope. Um, and when they, uh, when they saw this happen, it actually brought the world together to some extent, at least for a certain period of time in which um, everybody was uh, empathetic to what ha happened here in the United States. Um, and so... You know, we remember this Saturday, 20 years later, this event that shaped the lives of a lot of us, uh, as Pearl Harbor did for that generation. And, uh, you know, you know we, we have to think about what are the lessons learned? What, uh, you know, wh how, how do we prevent something like this from happening in the future? Um, how has it changed our lives? Um, how, uh, how are we going to look at things moving forward? Throughout history, we've we've had to deal with these issues, and um, you know, uh, some folks have uh, written uh, human, uh, mankind, humankind, womankind off at various times throughout history, but we're still here. Uh, we're 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 a pretty resilient lot, um, and we keep uh, we keep moving forward. But again, um, this was a time where you know our our, our military served us again. Our first responders, those that run into fires, literally ran into collapsing buildings to do everything they could to save people. Um, this, is, this was a time when ordinary citizens on a plane um, uh, flying to where people thought they were going to go and do business, visit families, um, realized that uh, they only had moments left in their life and they could make a decision as to whether they were going to be part of a, um, a solution to a problem or whether they were going to just go to their doom, uh, for example, on the plane that uh, eventually ended up in a farmer's field in Shanksville, outside of Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Those Americans made a conscious decision, and the evidence certainly points to that, that they tried to regain uh, control of that plane, knowing that they couldn't let it continue on its flight because they, they were getting texts and phone calls uh, as to what happened to the uh, three planes before them. And so these are, these are stories that, were, that was reality that'll stay with us. But in the end, you know, as, a, as, the, as, the, you know as, a, as the folks that put this country together 
have said and subsequent generations, it's up to us to keep moving it forward. And, um, you know, and that's what we're going to do. And as time goes on and memories fade and folks associated with this, uh, with this, this, this incredible momentous day in history um, pass on, um, our only hope is that we can remember the lessons from that moment in time, that those lessons are still with us. And uh, to realize that, um, you know, life is fragile uh, uh, and life isn't forever. And um, just to make sure that uh, we do our part in making sure that uh, this great country, this great state, our friends, our families, um, um, you know, uh, persevere and keep moving on. Um, but again, it's a time for all of us to remember uh, it's pretty vivid for a lot of us that were there and, um, it will be probably till, uh, you know, we ourselves check out. So with that, I just want to, I want to, uh, I want to remember those that, um, lost their lives on that day. I want to remember our military who then went and fought on our behalf to root out terrorism, to make, to dismantle the network that caused this. I want to thank the first responders who, um, who went into these buildings and did their best to save people. Um, and then unfortunately for many of them became victims themselves. Um, I know I want to thank the, uh, the folks at the hospitals, uh, that took in many of these individuals that, um, um, suffered, uh, suffered grievous injuries during this time. And, uh, I also want to remember the families that lost, uh, lost folks on those flights. And, um, again, it's, it's a time to reflect. I'm sure a lot of folks will have their own view of what happened on that day and what happened after that, how it changed our lives here in Alaska, across the United States and the world. Um, but we keep moving on, and that's what we have to do. We don't forget. It's good to remember. It's good to reflect. And it's also good to move on. And um, we just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Anyway, that's this Saturday, 20 years to the day, 9-11. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcasting episode by Governor Dunleavy. Be sure to follow the governor on Facebook where you can download and save the latest episodes and leave us your comments as well.